0: The Fiddy and Walker Show today, a special Friday, no rules Friday edition, as always, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. So I read a text that was sent to me in a group chat with me and some of my buddies, and the headline was that Subway is giving away free Subway for life if you legally change your name to Subway. As long as you do that... Then you get free Subway for life, of course. We're going to use that as content. And we asked the question, what fast food chain would you change your name to? And we got some great ones. Before we read the text line, I wanted to read off some of mine and Fiddy. As we've started to experiment here a little bit more with lately, I did want you to be the approval. You speak for the fans. You speak for the people. If it's good, you give me the fire. If it's bad, you give me the KG fizzle soundbite. So here are a couple of them. One of my buddies wrote in, Krispy Kreme Marlowe. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah crispy cream marlowe is i don't know why i love it so much but i do uh what about sagebrush marlowe that actually is coming in from <laughs> gotta go with sagebrush marlowe cacklack wrote in i thought it was understood he got to be Sagebrush Marlowe. I know it's not fast food, but come on. Plus, he can cameo in a Western with that name. Cackleac has never texted in something more true than those two texts that he just sent in right there. Another one I had, if we're just going to go with everybody at the station, it's just a workshop right now trying to roll with um, Taco Mail. That's somebody that we already, that's a nickname that we already came with. So I know Kyle is trying to get an item named after him by Bojangles, but if it doesn't work out, If we don't have the Bo Bailey biscuit, can Kyle, yes, father of now three, as he announced on Twitter, big congratulations from the Wesson Walker show and myself, big congratulations. Can he just change his name as a father of three or does he have to to show some more self-respect?
1: No, I mean, I think Bo Bailey is a pretty pretty fire name. And you know what's also great about about Kyle Mm -hmm. is – He could also start naming his family members off of, like, condiments that you'd put maybe on certain food items. Like, what if he had uh, old Duke's Bailey?
0: Why do some of these roll so well? Like Dukes Bailey sounds so good. And Kyle, if he likes it enough, he just might give it a thought. Now his wife, his family might come in and say, no, you can't do that. Totally understood. But Kyle would think about it. I know if, if I know Kyle is as well as I think I do, at least now, I think that he would actually ponder that. Uh, what about instead of T bone for Bojangles? What about T (laughs) bow? No, 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 Tim. Move out of the way. We got the real Tebow in town, okay? (laughs) Tebow. And then, of course, for Mac, McDonald's.
1: Oh, I I should have fizzled that. But it's too good. Go ahead and fizzle it. If you want to fizzle it, go You take this outfit
2: home and you burn it.
1: Although, I'm trying to think, was it him that crapped on McDonald's fries or might have been Bone? One of them did, so maybe but maybe they're not worthy of being named after McDonald's.
0: Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I liked it enough. I thought it was easy enough. Somebody else wrote in. Yeah, Matt in Greensboro said Mac would definitely choose McDonald's. It's easy. It's easy. So uh, what about Buffalo Wild Wing Bryant? Because he loves chicken wings. Oh, no, oh well, hold on. Let's shorten this thing. Buffalo Bryant. <laughs> yeah. 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 How do you argue why I did not realize that so many of these names were going to be so good. I had zero clue, but I'm glad we wandered down this road. Let's wander down the best of ACC sound now as we get to some Drake May, Dave Doran, Riley Leonard. We got it all for you on Wesson and Walker. Let's cue the Drake May sound, Fitty. You got a chance to, well, sit right next to your UNC quarterback as he joined Kyle Bailey. You can check that out, by the way, on WFNZ.com. Just click on the Kyle Bailey tab. Here's Drake May talking about his expectations for this upcoming season.
2: ACC Championship or bust. I think that's that's what we got. Um, I think we didn't put our best foot forward here last year, um, playing Clemson here. I think we had left a sour taste in our mouth. Um, so just getting back there, getting back here in Charlotte, um, playing in front of my home city, um, playing in front of, a, you know, like I said, a stadium. I grew up, you know, going to watch Cam Newton in and you know celebrating you know the Panthers' victories. Um, coming back here and uh, you know win the ACC Championship and see what happens from there. You never know, um, you know, along the way. And it starts here in Charlotte. Exactly. Again, against South Carolina. It starts here, and hopefully we'll. Um, we'll end the national championship here.
0: Fitty, you can call me on my BS if you want to. Okay. I will welcome it. Drake may sounds a little different this offseason. At least just the – he sounds a lot more confident and a lot, a lot more like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the real deal. I don't know. You've heard a lot more of his press conferences. I've listened to him as well, but this is why I'm bringing this take to the table. Feel free to call me on my BS if you want to, you or the text line 704-570-9610. Feels like this guy is as confident as you possibly can be heading into this season.
1: You know, he he definitely does and something he talked about yesterday was like this time last year he was still competing for a job where like this year he knows he's the guy. He knows when he he knows when he walked into the West End, he was the best quarterback to walk through, you know, the the, the doors. He's the best quarterback in this conference. You could argue Jared Burse may maybe right there. He's he's the best player if not the second best player in the conference and when you have that as, like because we didn't know this this time of year ago when you have that going into the year there's a lot more confidence that it breeds and like i was sitting right beside him and i'm like this dude's ready the the four game losing streak hasn't phased him then last year it definitely hurt definitely motivated him but he's not lucky for confidence he knows when he walks on the field every saturday this fall he's the best quarterback
0: Andrea Adelson and David Hale of ESPN, they did a feature on Drake May a couple of months ago. And Drake May had an interesting take on the amount of pressure that he has experienced each of the last two seasons. And he's saying there's actually less coming into this year than there was coming into his freshman season. That's what he's saying. Now we debated about it, but honestly it doesn't really matter what we feel because pressure. It's one of those things we love to talk about on radio. If we're trying to figure out a subject to discuss, Pressure is one of the first few that you're going to go to, but really the answer is what that player feels like. We can talk about what we would feel in those scenarios, but if Drake may is telling you, yeah, I felt more pressure coming into my freshman season than I do in my second season here at North Carolina, then are we going to argue with that? That's Uh, a hard thing to argue if Drake is telling you, no, this is what I felt. It's weird for you to try to debate me on what I'm feeling. Maybe you wouldn't be feeling that way in this situation, but you ain't me. But you ain't Drake May. And so when he came with that take, I thought it was interesting because if that's true, and I have no reason to believe that it's not – then that's a great sign for North Carolina football because he got rid of the expectations like filling in the big shoes of Sam Howe. Now he's just trying to outperform himself, which seems a lot easier to do, especially with the bad four week stretch that you mentioned doesn't seem to be facing him heading into this next season.
1: I would just love to know what expectations you have going into last year because you weren't expected to take the team to the ACC title game. That's an expectation this year. You weren't expected to be in New York for the Heisman Trophy uh, ceremony that's an expectation this year and the biggest thing is like Mac Brown 2.0 how we're going to deem it a success or not it's really it really depends on this year because if you get to a New Year's Six Bowl game that's two and four years i think it'd be really hard to say this wasn't a success but if carolina football falls flat on its face and they go 7 and 5 8 and 4 and you don't achieve any of those goals it's going to be hard to look back and say we got the most out of A generational quarterback talent. Yeah, the pressure's not on Drake May. That's
0: the thing, you're right. But, I mean, if he's
1: not good, there's no pathway that Carolina wins unless Drake May is the best player on the field.
0: Okay, I'd argue there's more on Mac Brown to get this thing right. Yeah. There's more on that guy, by the way, to try to widen as much of this window as he can to win the ACC championship, since his quarterback is calling it ACC championship or bust.
1: How much better did he look? Uh, Mac Brown did
0: yesterday. Oh, he was flossing something serious.
1: I mean, 40 pounds down. And, and, and I said this on the Heel Tough blog podcast. You can find on Apple and Spotify. Plug. He looked happy. He hasn't looked happy in three years, and <laughs> well, that
2: matters. He's
1: great with the media,
0: though. It's always – I mean, look, you guys cover North Carolina a lot more than I do. but Okay,
1: he I, sounded happy. Yeah. How about that? I mean, yeah, he, he, he did.
0: He did sound happy. He did. He talked about how he lost 40 pounds. Apparently, I saw this with Josh Graham's conversation with him. Apparently, he cut out – what is it? Diet? Snapple, peach, Snapple. Peach tea. That's right. That's right. He's He's drinking one per day, and he used to have like six – so that'll help you. I do want to get to some more of this audio before Biff Pochi joins us in the next segment. Let's play both of these Dave Doran sound bites. The first one I want to play is the first question I asked him. Because he's going into his 11th year, and you might not know this, but he's actually the eighth longest tenured current head coach in college football. He's tied alongside Mark Stoops. And I ask him, hey, does this mean you're going to be a lifer? And here's what Doran had to say.
2: It's uh, pretty unreal, you know, to think about yourself and not top 10 and tenure in college football, you know, just the way it is. So I love NC State, man, and I hope I do get to retire here. That's kind of been my dream all along, so we'll see where we end up. All right, so sidestepping
0: it, but also giving us some substance to work with there because he does acknowledge as well, hey, NC State has to want to keep me around if I'm going to be a lifer and just to see how long I'm going to be here. The way that he sticks around is if you continue to win more games, he's been taking care of that, and the way you win more games, it's helped by having a good quarterback. The question is, is Brendan Armstrong going to be a good quarterback like he was in 2021, or is he going to be the QB that he was last year in a Tony Elliott system 2022, it was very, very poor. Here's Dave Doran discussing on bringing in Brendan Armstrong to be potentially, not settled yet, but potentially the new starting QB.
2: Well, When I hired Coach and I, um, I asked him to go to our bowl practices and evaluate our team And then talked to me about areas he thought we might need to get into the portal and and find some older players for competition. And we lost Devin Leary and Ben Finley in the portal. And so we were going to be returning two quarterbacks that were 19 and 18 years old. And so we wanted to find another guy that had some age, some experience. uh, Whether he'd win the job or not, at that time we didn't know. Uh, It just happened that Brennan was in the portal when. We had that discussion, man. So it wasn't like a package deal, you know. We had to go recruit. We recruited a lot of guys for that spot. And Brennan visited uh, Oklahoma State. He visited Wisconsin, visited us. Ultimately, this was the right fit for both sides. And once we got into spring ball and started seeing his command of the offense and how he could help coach it and different things, it made it pretty obvious that it was great having an older guy Another comment we
0: talked about a lot yesterday was how he was surprised when Devin Leary transferred out of NC State to Kentucky. He thought he was going to lose him at the beginning of last year because he was going to go to the NFL. Probably doesn't perform well enough to go to the NFL, then gets hurt. Pretty clearly has to come back and play college football, except he's going to do that for Kentucky and play for the guy that is tied with Dave Dorrance in tenure, which is very weird altogether. Last soundbite I want to roll with before we get to Biff Pogey, it's from Riley Leonard, somebody that decided not to transfer like Devin Leary did.
2: To be completely honest, I really didn't think about it at all. I know that's what everybody's going to say, but I'm I'm a guy that whenever I meet you and we go in the
1: facility every day, my teammates, how can I? How can I? How can I leave you? These guys are family to me. How can I leave this education? It was such an easy decision for me. I mean, no one team
2: hit me up twice. It was a. Does, is this guy? Inter- no, I don't want to go hmm. anywhere. I don't want to leave these guys. I know Coach Elko's going to come in. We're going to win football games. So
0: he got hit up once by a few schools, but never twice because he turned them down immediately. I know what that's like. Being turned down a couple times.
1: It's not in the recruiting world, in the dating world.
0: (laughs) They only ask you once. they, (laughs) They ask you once, and if you turn them down, or you only ask once, and then they turn you down, and then you don't go after it again, which is okay. As long as you keep swiping right and you keep getting matches on these dating apps. But we'll give you that segment a little bit later on in the show. Coming up next, a lot of fans are swiping right on Biff Pogey. He's been saying all the right things this offseason. Well, let's hear what he has to say on Wesson Walker. He joins us next, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.
3: We've got a really good football team of a bunch of guys that are... Really chippy and are great kids, but they are chippy and they are they have an edge and we are bad company on that football field and I can't wait to start playing because I can tell you this this will be the last time we ever come to this building and have and get the res, the disrespect that we've gotten since we've been You
0: guys were picked last in the conference. Is that last. part of the disrespect?
3: Yeah, last. Yeah. You know press conference three questions you know hey you guys suck let's get to the next guys and and i would like to take whoever those writers were that 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 voted on that and hold them upside down by their ankles and smack their heads off the ground a couple of times because they don't know
0: that is the voice of my new alma mater football program Biff Pogey, the voice of the Charlotte head, uh, excuse me, head coach of the Charlotte football program, joining us now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, a great soundbite from Coach Pogey. Coach, I did want to say, I wanted to give a warning that I will, without a doubt, be asking as many questions in this 15-minute segment that allows me to do so, just to be clear, as long as you're okay answering all of them.
3: Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Shoot. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing to hide. No,
0: no, it's going to be more than just the three questions that you were asked at media day. And coach, there are a oh, lot of. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I get it now. Took yeah. me a while. No, you're good. It. You're
0: good. There's going to be plenty of them. Well, and and I did want to ask you because there are a lot of coaches that will shrug off preseason rankings and discuss how they don't matter. You seem to be taking a very different approach here. You demand people respect you via preseason polls. More questions being asked. Why have you chosen to acknowledge the predictions? So many coaches choose to dismiss and use it as fuel.
3: I, don't, I could care less about that, but but what I do care about are my players. And you know, when people don't even do the work to find out who our players are, you know, that, they need to be called out on it. Just like just like I'll be judged by wins. Right, and I expect that, and I know how this works. We don't win enough. I should be gone, and I want to be gone. Uh, I was brought here to do one thing, but don't put us in some box before you even do your homework. Because if you did your homework, you'd find out we brought in 52 absolutely unbelievable players, and we retained a bunch of really good football players. And so, you know, you just—it's just lazy. It's just like, oh, they're new. They were the old team was three and nine in conference USA. Let's just let's not spend any time on doing any diligence and let's just, you know, say they stink. Well, yeah, coach. So that's what pisses me off.
0: Yeah. And coach, you've mentioned that you're a totally different team, that you're not the same quote, some conference USA team coming into the AAC. What makes you guys so different from this year, from last year? What's your intended message by saying, we're not the same conference USA squad.
3: Everything's different. We got a new head coach. We got new assistant coaches. We got all new staff in the building. we got, 52 new players. Um, The old players have bought into the ones we've retained have bought into our system. We've had an unbelievable strength, conditioning, uh, summer preparation. I mean, this is just a totally – I don't even know who the last team was. I mean, I, I wasn't here. I have no idea, but I can tell you this, this crowd isn't that.
0: Charlotte football coach Biff Pogey joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Coach, what was your first impression of the team once you got to know them, immediately stepping in and seeing these guys in front of you for the first time?
3: Well, they're all really nice kids, right? Really good kids. Um, and um, and are you talking about the old team?
0: Well, no, I'm just talking about your first impression of this program, some of the guys that you retained, oh. even some of the first impressions that you've had with plenty new players joining your squad for this upcoming yeah. season.
3: Well. Look, they're all, as I said at Media Day, we have really good kids. And I love my players. I mean, they're just wonderful human beings. Believe me when I tell you, they really are. They work really hard. The only tough thing is in football. Football's too hard of a game to to play. If you, you know, you play once a week. You practice all year long. You work out all year long. If you're not good enough to play, you know, at a particular level, it's just really hard to do that. And, and so we were giving guys an opportunity. We saw a bunch of guys on the existing roster that after spring practice, we had film and evaluations and they knew it. And we knew it that they just weren't going to be, you know, able to participate. And so the football players want to play and um, really good kids took it really well. We've helped them find other homes. And then the guys we retained 52 of them are really good football players tough kids, talented kids, and then the 52 we've brought in are unbelievable players. So um, I can tell you this, I wouldn't want to be coaching anyplace else right now.
0: Well, and Coach, you've had a bunch of comments singing your praises. I saw one on Twitter yesterday, quote, Biff is responsible for a large amount of the Michigan culture turnaround as of late, more than anyone knows. And this is not an uncommon praise, Coach. Michigan finally gets over the hump. They do so while you're on their staff. What do those comments mean to you when you see so much praise coming your way?
3: Well, they're from players. And so that means so much to me because, Players win games, not coaches. Players know exactly who you are as a human being if you're a coach. You cannot, Buffalo, um, bull, bull your way through a relationship with players. And so the fact that the players at Michigan felt that way, are saying those things, it means a tremendous amount to me. And, um, and they're very loyal, and I'm very loyal to them.
0: One look coach, I don't expect you to take credit for every bit of the success that Michigan experienced last year. But if I read into so many of these comments from people in the know players to be specific in the know, they point to you as a big reason why things change for the better. If you allow yourself to brag a little bit, what do you think these people are, are seeing specifically that allowed these people to have that kind of impression about you?
3: Um, I I, I don't, I don't really want to say anything about that because, look, Jim Harbaugh, who's a dear friend of mine, dear friend, is an unbelievable football coach. He's one of the best football coaches on the planet at any level, and he's proven that. Uh, and there was a great young staff there, and we had great players. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was because, you know, I brought ice cream to practice or mm-hmm. something, but it was, you know, who knows. But, but those questions will go answered by those people, not me. What kind
0: of flavor of ice cream did you bring? Was it all sorts of different types?
3: All, all different types. Yeah, we brought an ice cream truck in, and it was unbelievable. We did it a couple times. Love ice cream. Ice cream is paramount. You have to have it. have to have it all the time. Uh, it's brain food. It's physical food, and it's happy food. So all for it uh, as much as possible
0: Uh, i mean i've joked a million times how ben and jerry's is my blood type so ice cream is my favorite thing to eat in the world now i did want to bring this question to you as well subway is doing this new promotion where if you change your first name to subway they're going to allow you free subway for life is there a fast food chain restaurant or anything like that that you would consider changing your first name to if it meant free product for life
3: yeah hagen doll's
0: oh yeah It's so good. I like Coach haagen I like that guy coaching my alma mater 100%. It's Biff Poche joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. You're listening to Wes and Walker. Coach, I'm interested. What position battles do you expect to be the most competitive and the hardest to evaluate as the season approaches?
3: Well, we have a lot of depth on the football team. Um, The way I approach football, football is, look, players want to play. And good players demand to play by the performance. It is a complete meritocracy. So whoever plays well in camp will be playing on the field. But I will tell you and tell our fans to expect to see a lot of different players playing. You know, we go very deep in the defensive front seven and in the, in the defensive backfield. You know, we've got we feel really good about ten offensive linemen. Uh, we've got six tight ends we love and we got a number of running backs and, and you know we've got three three quarterbacks we like too so I, if you can't have good players and not play them, right because that kills morale so we're going to play people and it makes us hard to prepare for and um and so we're gonna we're gonna you know we're, we're gonna play a lot of guys and look camp will be highly competitive everything we do is highly competitive
0: well, and Coach, you mentioned a lot of players are going to play. I mean, you went to the position I was going to ask right away. What about quarterback? Because you know the philosophy from some people that say if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. Is that a philosophy that you agree with, or are you going to play multiple guys at that spot?
3: That, whoever said that is probably somebody that never had a jock strap on <laughs> and never played football. And, and, you know, the more better players you have at every position, the better it is and our quarterbacks can do different things. Uh, and so we're going to play him. We're going to absolutely play him.
0: Well, and Coach, it seems like with some guys transferring out of the program, Jalen Jones has become the favorite among people evaluating your football team. Is that fair to have people view him as the favorite to land that starting job?
3: Yeah, but, you know, we got Mike Bowens, who transferred in from University of Oklahoma. I mean, he's really good. And then we got Dom Schaffner, who's just, come on board and he's really good and they all do different things though. Right. And, and you know how hard it is to prepare for a team that does different things. And we're just, uh, we're going to use all of them. We're going to use all the God given talents and abilities that all these kids have to help us build a successful program.
0: That's Charlotte Forty Nine er head football coach Biff Poggi joining us on the Bodyworks Plus guest hotline. And coach, you've made it known that you want to establish the run one hundred percent. You want to be extremely strong and physical up front. Now, this has been a team in years past that has had a strength at the wide receiver position. You know, how much do you expect the pass to be a part of your offensive philosophy? As you do discuss how much you're going to run the football.
3: Oh yeah, no, it'll be a big part of it. I mean, we're going to throw the football for sure. And, um and there's no doubt about that, and uh, and we do it actually pretty well. Um, but but we we want we, but we but we want to build our offensive ethic around physicality in the run game, and and that's where it all starts. Just like at Michigan, you know, everybody knew we were a running football team, and when that happens, and you're successful doing it, it does a number of really good things for your team but it also opens up the throwing game and gives you a major explosive plays when you throw it.
0: Coach Biff Poggi joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. I did want to ask about the defense as well because they ranked so low last year. But as you've mentioned a million times, that's not this year's team. That's not what you can expect coming forward and coming up in 2023. Why is the defense so different? Just on top of the players, is is this something is just simplifying the game? You know, How, how is this defense going to outperform what we saw from last year?
3: Well, we have a great defensive coaching staff, starting with our coordinator, Ryan Osborne who was with me at Michigan and then left last year to go to be with the Baltimore Ravens, he's a, he's an unbelievable coach. Um, players love him. He loves them. He's really sharp. He's learned under the best. And, uh, our scheme is sound. It's a pro scheme. It is time tested. It is very sound. And, um, and that's where it all starts. And then of course, We've gone out and gotten really, really good players to put in those positions. So defensively, we won't be last in anything, I can tell you that.
0: Uh, Last question from me, Coach. I know one of the last times that you came on here at WFNZ with Kyle Bailey, you discussed that this is a city that does have a great town enough to make some of these kids money, especially because of how much you believe in the NIL. And you've talked about how you feel it is important for some of the people that can afford it to contribute more money to the football program. Did you see any results from those comments that did uh, go public quite a bit?
3: Uh, Not yet. Not yet. We're... We're, uh, we're working on it and, um, and, you know, we'll just keep working on it. Um, look, NIL and the transfer portal, so many people don't like, but they are a fact. They're a part of the game. They're a reality. And, you know, people that don't like them, I would ask this question. If you were a student athlete and didn't come from much and NIL was legal would you decline nil if a corporation or donor offered it to you? And if you are that altruistic that you would, then you can maintain your position that you don't that you don't approve of nil. Um, but if you put yourself as a kid and honestly answer that question, you know it's a big part of the game. These kids have nothing, and you know we're not talking about. Paying guys like their executives, we're talking about giving them a little bit extra, so they can pay their bills, send a little bit of money home to their families, and that's what we're talking about.
0: Um, coach, I say that you change your name to Haagen-Dazs. I think it's simple, and I think we get some kind of sponsorship, like the Haagen-Dazs Hog Mollies, something like that, working with this team, and maybe we can get some more money rolling in. What do you think?
3: Bring it. I, I think I've just named you the director of nil fundraising so there you go
0: oh yes i have a new position don't worry wfnz i will still try to hold this position as much as possible but i'll get started on some ice cream sponsorship right away as well that is the voice of charlotte 49er football coach biff poji telling you that you will respect this football program and i'm excited as hell about it coach thank you so much for the time we really appreciate it
3: thank you appreciate you bye-bye
0: man is a great soundbite every single time he hops on a mic i'm really excited we got tons of charlotte 49er fans texting in on the text line 704-570-9610 980 said i'm not even a charlotte fan but biff seems legit they better do everything they can to keep this guy he seems like one who could wake the sleeping giant that is charlotte football and big cat dan said more than three questions walker you're winning already LOL. Yeah. I mean, we asked plenty of questions there. Main takeaways real quickly before we move on and bring you some flashback Friday and other Carolina Panthers topics.
1: Um, He used jockstrap in a a way to answer a question, and I was all the way here for it.
0: Well, I mean, look, you know how much I've talked about ice cream no less than 57 times on this show (laughs) since we launched in November. And the fact that that guy is calling it brain food. I don't care what his record is next year. Do not fire him.
1: Dude, you're going to come back on or you're going to show up to training camp on Monday. Fat Walker from how much ice cream you know. And then dude, Hogandog <laughs> Pogi. Well I mean, that's a badass name.
0: Ha- biff Pogi is is badass. And Hogandog, I didn't realize you could make it better, but Hogandog Pogi. Do we like Hogandog's Hogmollies? Is that a, a decent yeah, enough I, guy up front?
1: Yeah. I mean if if not, then they're just not doing it right. Um, but being all seriousness, like the, the- <laughs> there there's there's a rare confidence for a first time head coach at the college at the college level where he's very confident they're going to win and look we we dissected what they did in the transfer portal mm-hmm. he beefed up the talent in in in, in the off season now we're going to see how it translates on the field he he must have seen enough cuz as honest as he is right would he would he be saying this if he didn't actually believe it? One hundred percent
0: no. One hundred percent no. And this is the thing, you're getting evidence from people that were very familiar with the Michigan program. And I tried to get Biff to brag on himself, he wouldn't do it, but he did talk about how he was really appreciative of it being the players that are talking about Biff Poggi, and not anybody within the administration, but it's the players at Michigan that are pointing to Biff Poji and saying yeah, Biff is the guy that was in large part responsible for the Michigan turnaround, getting mm-hmm. them over the hump, because Jim Harbaugh was one that fielded a lot of criticism for not being able to beat Ohio State and not being able to get to the college football playoff then they're basically one play away from making the championship after they lose to TCU, but you still buy enough time to have a little more job security if you're Jim Harbaugh So it's that guy that people are pointing to and say, here's evidence as to why it's going to work out at Charlotte. And the last thing I'll say, there's only so many things you can do before you eventually have to win football games. So it's okay to evaluate what we've seen from him so far. And what we've seen has been a guy that will defend this university, defend, more importantly, his players, the guys that he's still advocating for more money so he can pay them because it's not for him. Right. It's for those guys. And he seems to genuinely care about that. And he's getting the talent. This is the way you win in the offseason. It is to get as much talent as you possibly can, because the fan that texted in that this university is a sleeping giant. He's not the only one that feels that way. But you wouldn't be able to see it by ineligible bowl season after ineligible bowl season. But people believe this is a sleeping giant. And Biff Pogey is out here with the gongs waking people up. Hey, we got the symbols. Wake up, giant. It's time to go feast on these guys. And that's exactly what I expect them to do. I'm excited. We'll see what happens. That's Biff Pogey. We'll put that interview on our website, wfnz.com. Just click on the Wesson Walker tab. Plenty more still to come on, Wesson Walker. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. With your hard work and your creativity unnoticed. And so what I wanted to point out to the people that were listening to the Biff Pogey interview. I didn't want to bring it out yet because I wanted to get to coach as soon as possible. I didn't want him to wait any longer. But I did want to point out that Dead Wrong was playing in the background of that intro in order to introduce Coach Pogey. And of course, Coach Pogey is calling all these people, ranking them last in the poll, Dead Wrong. So I appreciate you playing some biggie and it being spot on.
1: It's almost like Walker... I'm I'm still dynamic every now and again.
0: Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, your dynamic will show.
1: Shroppy tries to take over my dynamism, if that's even a word. Dynamism. Dynamism. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm making it dynamism. Yeah, uh, that's okay. You put
0: an "n" where an "m" should go, but yeah. I think that's all right.
1: Um, but yeah, you know, sometimes. It makes sense why I do the job that I do. <laughs> so,
0: so, sometimes you'll show even, your creativity.
1: Even though there's this guy on the text line, Juan, thinks I should be a uh, oil change technician.
0: Why is that? I is it, Do you just look like an oil change tech? God, I really hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you brought this up because this was one of the questions I wanted to lead the show with. And instead we got... On a train that showed, you know, so many people that look like me, apparently. Like Jeremy, or excuse me, John Mayer. uh, There's this Jim Brewer out there. Kyle Singler. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Yeah. I wasn't going to bring that one up. (laughs) But what I did want to ask people is that I, look, it's been really hot the last two weeks. It's been... As close to unbearable as you can get, really, like in Texas, I know they had to deal with like 120 degree heat for a while, and Texas is a different kind of heat. We all get that. But as far as us North Carolinians, us here in Charlotte, it's been about as miserable as possible. And I don't have AC in my car consistently right now. I also have a black car. It's not been great. So I need to get it fixed. I've been waiting for money and also procrastinating. I'll call myself out on that. But struggle bus moments that you're currently in, what are you just roughing right now? Based off procrastination, based off of whatever reason, what is something you're just going through life that you don't have to just because you haven't gotten it fixed or for whatever reason, 704 5 AC is mine. I need to get my AC fixed because when it's not working, it's like 50-50. I'll have to roll down the windows and that only provides a little relief. That only allows me to keep my sanity, but I'm not comfortable going from point A to point B. You have something... That's a little questionable, especially with your line of profession. Video. What is it that you're roughing right now? You know,
1: you said questionable. I'm gonna go with ironic. The radio in my truck hasn't worked in two and a half, almost three years, because my truck has been wrecked two times. So I think, I think it's a very easy fix, mm-hmm. but uh, I haven't gotten it fixed. And I always take a little pride on the inside whenever our streaming numbers come back in. And they're always very, very good because I'm I'm a part of the streaming numbers because I stream the station when I consume <laughs> Mac and Bone, when I consume Charlotte Sports Today or the Kyle Bailey show. I'm streaming it, baby. Um,
0: We've got some great text in here. It's so weird. Yeah, that your radio. You are a radio producer. Slash co-host every now and then, like today. <laughs> and here you are with the radio that doesn't work in your car. It's amazing. Hurricane Hugo just put in, it's stupid outside. And then he took a picture of his thermometer and it's 94. I mean, it's all kinds of brutal outside. There's no doubt about it. Um, So another person, 704, said also struggling with no AC in the car. Uh, A couple of other people writing in. Um, Ray Ray said, sounds like it's time to get a new car. No, sir. We can just get the AC fixed. And for you, I believe all you got to do is just get the radio fixed. Yeah. You don't need to get a new car. Um, 704 number wrote in. (laughs) Parents haven't paid YouTube TV, so I'm out of cable right now. (laughs) <laughs> just how's that your
1: parents problem though
0: i know i mean you could maybe you could fork over a little money but this is this is no judgment zone this is no judgment because i very easily could just go ahead and get my ac fixed and i just haven't done it yet because i'm procrastinating i like the american flag emoji writing in just roughing know life right though? now economy sucks yeah you okay know what this
1: means about your note with no ac what's that you if, if i were you i would i would get in the car with wes on y'all's on y'all's drive on monday
0: Oh, you want us to have, because you're staying back here to run the board.
1: Yeah. Well, for your sake, like if you have to drive to Spartanburg with no AC, Mm -hmm. you're not coming back. Wes, I know because I've ridden in Wes's car. It has functioning
0: air conditioning. It's a great point. And I've thought about it, to be honest with you, because I'm supposed to go golfing later today. What? I know. Oh, I know. Hang on. I know. know. Hang on. Okay, go
1: ahead. Didn't help us get into the ACC dinner on Wednesday. Well, what is this about? All right, go ahead. And and now you're going golfing and uh, I'm a golfer.
0: I'm an avid golf fan. Oh, there's no way you're an avid golfer, though. You have not talked about it at all. In fact, I can't remember a time that you've talked about enjoying going out on the golf course.
1: I've golfed like seven times in my life. Doesn't that make <laughs> you an avid golfer? <laughs> I
0: don't think so. I think you need to register. <laughs> where are you going? I think you need to register a little more. We're going to Lincolnton, which is one of my favorite. It's not the nicest, but it's also a, a fun golf course. But my buddy switched it from Sunday to today, where as Hurricane a Hurricane Hugo rode in, yeah, it's stupid outside. No doubt about it. And so it's going to be really hot. But I've already turned down my buddy on golfing for so many times. So I I can't do it. I can't do it. I got to go out there. And, uh, yeah, like people are right again. It's way too hot for golf. We're going at five. How
1: many beers are you going to consume?
0: I'm going to consume a little bit. (laughs) I'm going to drink a few beers. (laughs) I'm definitely, definitely going to drink a few beers. Jay Reds, he wrote in, hey, Walker, are you riding around in Colin's old car? Yeah, that thing is a legend. Like, that is a legendary vehicle because of how much trouble he's had with that thing.
1: Let me tell you about Colin's car. When it when it broke down on him last summer, it was the, the day before he was going on vacation. He called me. And when I tell you I could hear the pain in his voice, I had to come pick him up at the 7-Eleven on Freedom. Mm-hmm. He was like, Fitty, can you come pick me up? My car's broke down. Oh, no. And he sits in the car, and I'm like, are you all right? No, Bubba. that car that car has seen and been through everything um yeah it's tough I, I had that
0: I had that same thing I think we've all probably been there before when you have a lot when you have your car just not working when you're not exactly sure if it's going to start or get you from point a to point b yeah a fun little dangerous game that I played one time I wouldn't drive it much but when I had to my my old car that was a hand-me-down mercedes right it's one of those things where it sounds extremely privileged and oh yes, it is no okay that's that's fine i'll wear that but also it was also real misleading because that thing would stop working if i was idling so when i would have when i would just be moving the car would be in drive and i wasn't pressing on the gas that thing might cut off and it was a very dangerous vehicle to be in a couple of other people are riding in that, that they don't have A.C. 704, are you reading this one? Have two cars. A.C. works and never use it. A.C. makes you weak. Is that, is that Biff Pogey writing in? I think Coach Pogey is telling me that A.C. makes you weak.
1: Before last summer, I used to drive with no A.C. because I believe that if you don't run your air conditioning, you get better gas mileage. And if you've seen the price of gas... And I don't make the money you make. You know, I got to save every dollar I can. I'm not so sure about that, by the way. I mean, we don't have to compare because
0: some feelings might get hurt. And I'm not sure whose feelings would get hurt. But I'm not so sure about that, the way you keep talking about it and some of the other stuff you say. I'm not so sure about
1: it. You know, we all got side jobs. You want me to tell you what mine is? Why am I so intrigued and so
0: scared at the same time?
1: I just go pull wire for my dad. That's all, all right. I do. Well, we dodged one.
0: <laughs> I was hovering over the dub button. I had access to it over here. I was scared to death. So you can feel free to write in on the text line. How are you roughing it right now? What is the current struggle bus situation that you haven't fixed? Even though you certainly can, what is the thing that you are experiencing on the struggle bus right now? We have one more hour to go. Hunter Bailey going to be hopping on for team week at 2:20 to go over the schedule, conference games, most important conference games, and all of that stuff for Team Week. We also have some more Carolina Panther conversation to go over. It's Sports Radio 927 WFNZ.